Welcome to Thy Kingdom Pod, a podcast about living in the unfinished mission of Jesus. We are so glad you're listening today because we are introducing a new voice to the podcast. Today, we are delighted to introduce to you Jennifer Jones. Jennifer is a gifted storyteller and writer who will be hosting a new recurring segment called Stories from the Field, in which you'll get to hear what God is doing through the lives of our cross-cultural workers through their interviews and testimonies. We are so excited Jennifer has lended her talents to help us tell these stories in a new and creative way. So to kick things off right, we wanted to take a moment to get to know Jennifer's story. Here to talk with Jennifer Jones are two of our regular hosts, Sarah Parham and Jonathan Duncan. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Thy Kingdom Pod. I'm Jonathan, and I'm joined with Sarah and a special guest, Jennifer Jones, who is a writer for TMS Global. And uh, we are having her on the podcast to introduce you to, to her because she is going to be and already has started creating some really, really cool audio shorts. They're going to be released as kind of mini podcast episodes moving forward. And so rather than hear me talk about her, I'm just going to have her introduce herself. So Jennifer, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your background, where you came from and how you first connected with TMS Global? Hey, everyone. It is so great to be joining you today. So I live in South Dakota. I grew up here, lived here for most of my life. And so I work remotely for TMS Global in South Dakota. My background is in journalism. My undergraduate degree uh, was in journalism. And then I worked for uh, my state's public radio station for about eight years, interned and worked for them um, before going to seminary at Asbury Seminary in Kentucky. And that's where I got acquainted with TMS Global and um, met some of their folks. I went on a green light trip in 2017, which was really awesome. And, um, you know, one of the, definitely one of the steps that uh, helped me solidify that this was the place for me. And now I, yeah, I work as a writer. So I get to interview um, cross-cultural witnesses and global partners living all over the world, hear their stories, hear what God is doing in their corner of the world. And then I get to write about them. It's pretty awesome. That is really cool. Sarah, would you tell us a little bit about what Greenlight is for people who may not know? Yeah, sure. Greenlight's when I first met Jennifer. And I think you went, did you go on one of our first ones, I believe? It wasn't the first year. I think it was the second year. Okay, great. Yeah. So Greenlight is a four to six week, uh, I call it like an apprenticeship program where we allow people to go and to see and live alongside our cross-cultural workers. And so it's not your typical short-term mission trip, but it's a dip your toe in a little bit further and really get to see what it's like to live in another culture, to be a worker in another culture. So that is our green light program. Jennifer went on one that's specifically geared towards seminary students. We have them geared in a lot of different ways, some towards undergraduates, some towards medical professionals or medical students, some towards seminary students and teachers. So we have them all, all kinds of different ones. Yeah, it was great. We got to, um, I really feel like a benefit for me was getting to spend time with the cross-cultural workers there and uh, getting to learn like healthy rhythms and um, getting a lot of wisdom for what it would look like to live full-time in another place and how to do that and be healthy. And um, yeah, 
so it was it was a really I'm really glad that I got and it, you know it helped introduce me to um TMS as well so I could start discerning whether this was the right place for me so yeah it was a great experience Okay, so right now, in retrospect, it seems very obvious that what you're doing is God tying all of your passions together, right? Like the journalism and a heart for missions, but it wasn't so easy getting to that one. (laughs) No, no, no. Are you willing to share like tiny tidbits of that? Because I think it would be so encouraging for our listeners who are thinking about their own journeys and maybe a little bit more in the messy part, the messy middle, they might be encouraged by your messy middle story. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I, well, I've always loved writing. I mean, just always, um, since I suppose I first knew how to write, I've loved to write. When I was about 10 years old is when I first felt God call me to missions. Um, Some missionaries came to my church and I remember them saying, the most important thing we could do was tell God that our lives were completely his and he could do whatever he wanted with them. So that night, as I uh, laid there in bed, I told God that he could have my life. And I was really scared at first through what that meant. But shortly after, I just felt really like drawn to missions. I was supposed to be a missionary when I grew up, whenever I would do uh, like career day reports. Uh, I do a report about being a missionary. I thought that's what I was going to do, but I had a very limited uh, view of what global missions looked like and who could be a missionary and what that looked like. I thought that I would have to go to school to be a teacher and um, then maybe um, seminary after that, but I'd probably go somewhere and be a teacher because that's just what I knew. Uh, in hindsight, I'd be a terrible teacher. Um, it's not, I'm so grateful for teachers. It's just a very like special gifting. It is a <laughs> so, particular calling. So grateful for teachers. Um, but it was thankfully God diverted the plan just as I was about to graduate high school, I just felt like, no, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to go into missions. And I was really confused because it was like, did I hear God wrong the first time? Am I going crazy? Am I hearing him wrong now? What's happening? So it was a really confusing time, but I knew I always loved to write. And so I figured that journalism would be a good, you know, sort of backup plan. So I went to college, uh, got a degree in journalism, got a great internship, which turned into a job. And eventually um, the Lord did call me to a year long mission trip. And I thought, okay, now I get it. This is it. Now I'm called to missions and I'm going to fall in love with a country somewhere. And I'm going to, you know, move there and like my life will be settled. This is all my dreams coming true. This will be perfect. That's not what happened. Uh, I, you know, kind of liked all the places that we visited. And what I realized was that I maybe didn't have like the skills that I always thought that you would have to do like traditional missionary jobs, right? Like I'm not great with kids. Um, and you know, I didn't enjoy teaching English. Not that you have to enjoy everything you do all the time, but it just, you know, it just, it I was realizing like, okay, where do I fit? But what, what I love doing was tell it was writing stories and sharing them with the people back home. And I thought, wait a second, like, could I do this? Is this a thing that, you know, organizations need? And so that was the beginning of realizing that both of those things could intertwine. And then for a few years, I was back uh, in the U S and I just kept praying about, you know, 
what would this look like? Where would I, where would I go? And, um, yeah, eventually he led me to seminary, which led me to TMS, but really a big moment for me that solidified the calling was in December of 2015 and January, 2016, I spent five weeks volunteering in a refugee camp in Greece on the Island of Lesbos. And at that time, that was like a really big place where just tons and tons of people were, were going. So the need was huge. We were helping staff kind of a transition camp that, um, where we provided buses to get to the other parts of the Island and, you know, food and, and medical care, that kind of thing. And, the need was so great, or at least it felt like it. And, you know, I didn't want to go back. I thought I might as well just like, (laughs) you know, cancel my plane ticket, stay here. Like this is where I'm needed. But one of the other volunteers said, you know, maybe you didn't come here just to do the volunteer part. Maybe you also came so that you could go home and you could tell people about what you saw and experienced here. So I went home and I did that. I got to speak at some churches and community groups and small groups. And one Sunday I got to speak at a small little country church and I got up and I shared, you know, what I'd experienced that, um, you know, that people were just, they were fleeing violence and, and just looking for a safe place to live their lives and raise their families. And that, you know, really like we sitting here have so much in common, you know, with this, with these people with, you know, we just seem can be easy to see people as this nameless, you know, faceless group, but really, um, wow. They're each individual people who are humans just like we are. Wow. (laughs) And uh, after church, a man came up to me and he said, you know, you've really changed some things for me today. You hear a lot on the news, but these people are just really people who are looking for a safe place to raise their family, aren't they? And I just wanted to do like cartwheels and backflips. I thought like, this is the power of story is like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, You know, I want the Lord to use these stories to help people love each other better and help people see the image of God in each other, you know, help people understand that, um, people may look different or speak a different language, uh, have different, you know, life histories, but wow, we have so much in common and we're all made in the image of God. So we should love each other. And, you know, so man, that, that was just a really big confirming moment of like, wow, stories have an impact. They can, they can change people's hearts and, and, um, by the grace of God and, uh, they can, yeah, hopefully translate into, you know, more compassionate speaking and living as well. So, yeah. Well, I've been privileged to read uh, a lot of what you, uh, everything that you've written since you've joined TMS. And I can tell you, you do an amazing job capturing the authenticity of the Holy Spirit's work through our workers. Like it it comes across and I'm very excited um, that that is also coming across in the audio format because we live in a time where some people don't necessarily take the time to read every day, but a lot of people will take the time to listen to something, whether it's on a commute, while they're on a walk, while they're cleaning or whatever. Um, So talk a little bit about how um, your background in um, radio and um, and audio and how that kind of works in tandem with your writing. 
Yeah. Well, the writing is so much fun, but it's also fun. I love like mixing in the, the sound elements because it can really transport you uh, to that place or um, to that event, whatever it is. And so with these stories, I'll be taking, um, you know, this, the, you know, the story that'll be in the print newsletter, but then just adding extra to it. So like in this, this first story that I've done, you get to hear from one of our CCWs uh, as he's speaking on the border of Ukraine and Romania, and you get to hear them pounding the nails as they're building bunk beds. And um, so hopefully it just gives you a deeper understanding, maybe puts you in that place. Um, So I can't wait to see what, what other little bits of sound from around the world we can incorporate into these stories. You know, we've got, um, we've got folks, you know, living, living in the jungle in Ecuador. Wouldn't that be fun to have lots of jungle noises in a story or, um, you know, just people, you know, studying music of different cultures. Wouldn't it be great to have a story that incorporated some of that? So I have fun playing around and imagining ways that we can, transport listeners um to to the place mm-hmm. that's awesome so i've gotten a little sneak preview to the first audio clip and jennifer has some mad skills in terms of like her audio voice recording yeah. and such mm. professional like reporter skills excellent it's amazing But some other things, like I don't put these two things together in my brain, but you have these two different parts. You have like the artistic side of you. You are an artist as well, as well as I I tend to think of reporting as and telling the story in a reporter-like way as less artistic. But you have both of those. You bring like this art into it as well as Mm -hmm. the truth of the story, which I think is awesome. It's really, really good. Thank you. I'm so glad you like it. One of the things I want our listeners to know is that Jennifer's also a published author, right? She has how many books of poetry? One, two, three, five? I don't really know. Three, I think. Three books of poetry that she has published. That's three more than I have. (laughs) That's three more than I'll ever have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of poetry for sure. That's also true. um, And spoken word is also one of the forms of art that you have engaged I was wondering if you would be willing to share with our listeners a spoken word that you wrote, either the one that you wrote, I got to hear it. It's the only one I've heard you give. So maybe if there's another one you want to do, that's fine. But when you actually went on green line, you came back inspired and wrote a spoken word from that season. Yeah, sure. I can absolutely do that. Um, yeah, this, I wrote, yeah, towards the end of my time, uh, in, in, with our folks, um, in South Asia. Um, so yeah, I'll just read it to you now. (laughs) Awesome. I hold these two truths in my small, inadequate hands that the world is pretty awful, but also you are good. It's attention not easily understood. The two collide with a resounding smack that gives me whiplash as my worldviews crash and I try to sort out the pieces, learning to live in reality through the eyes of Jesus. The air in this place is searing hot. It steals her breath. It steals her words. She is given names that should not be hers. 
worthless and untouchable, ugly and unlovable. She says, in this place of scarcity, what could there possibly be for me? Abundance is a foreign word, something her ears have never heard. Yet she's been introduced to a thing meaning more. She waits and listens outside the door, never invited in before. At the fringe of her society, longing deeply to be free. She is determined. She persists. She hears her salvation comes in this, touching your garment will make her new. She knows now what she needs to do. She stretches out brave and desperate hands, seeking rescue from one who understands everything she is going through. In you, this is not a place of scarcity. Your goodness, O oh God, flows rich and free. You name her daughter. You name her known. You name her wanted. You claim her as your own. Yet the darkness here, it still exists. Help us, Lord, as we wrestle with this, that if this place is dark, it is filled with stars. And these burdens, O oh Lord, are yours, not ours. Son of David, have mercy on me. Open my eyes. Help me see the ways that you are working to set people free. Darkness is not the star of this story. Light has come. To God be the glory. That was awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like snapping the right thing. When you're doing I'm not really sure. Yeah, we shared some gentle snaps and like a little bongo, very faint bongo in the background. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Thank you. <laughs> that was very good. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks for listening. Everyone listening should know that she didn't know she was going to have to read that until like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. So she really did that on the fly. And it's, well, it helps. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say it's not easy to do. <laughs> it helps that that's a really special piece. Um, the, sure. The people I wrote it about are very special to me. And yeah. uh, it's it's a piece that not only reminds me of my time on green light, but uh, the Lord has used it in my own life to encourage me as well. So that's probably one that I've read <laughs> the most, maybe out of all my films. Right. That's incredible. Well, I'm excited for listeners to be able to hear the rest of your pieces, the stories from the field that you'll be sharing. I have been, I've, I love what we do at TMS and I loved it, the way that God works on the field and mm-hmm seeing this really great, beautiful Jesus, um, who is so worthy in the way that he's being made known through beautiful people, right? And two beautiful people. And you capture all of that in your stories. So I'm really excited for our listeners to be able to hear all these stories from the field, from Jennifer, yes. uh, the poet and the reporter. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So um, that the first one should be out um, any day now, um, as soon as it, it might be out in, concurrently with this one. So go ahead and check it out. Um, but our goal is to drop them at least once a month. Um, and I hope that they, and I know that they will serve as like Sarah was referencing, just like a cold drink of water each, each time. There'll be about five to seven-ish minutes. They'll be short and sweet. And um, it's going to be a really cool way to hear like tangible real life stories of like what God is up to and what he's doing through people. So thank you, Jennifer, so much for sharing about um, your background and 
and for sharing your gifts with TMS and doing this for us because I could not do it. <laughs> and uh, I'm so thankful that God has gifted you um, with your abilities to to take this on and do it. So I'm excited. Well, I'm excited too. I couldn't do what either of you do either, or really what anyone else at TMS Global does. I couldn't do anyone else's job. So I'm so glad I get to do this job and it is a <laughs> ton of fun for me. So I am I look forward to see what's coming next. Thank you again for listening to Thy Kingdom Pod. If you liked this show, please rate and review on whatever platform you're listening and tell a friend. To find out more about TMS Global, our ministries, and the ways that you can support them, you can go to our website at tmsglobal.org. That's tms-global.org. Also, you can go follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at tmsglobal, but spelled without the A. That's T-M-S-G-L-O-B-L. Thanks, and we'll see you next episode.